Hi, I'm Margaret Cho. You're listening to Monsters of Talk. I'm here with my co-host. Hi, I'm Jim Short. We're in um, Jim's homeland. We are here. We're here in, um, well, not right today. We're in, today, today we're on in, where are we? Western. We're in Perth, Western Australia. Western Australia, which I don't really, what is the sense of like what's here? What do you think is here? Like what is mines? Yeah, Western Australia. Well, actually I'm looking out the window and it's very nice and green because mm-hmm. I've always heard it's all desert. You mm-hmm. know, from, from the middle of the country over, it's sort of very inhospitable and, and very desert. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's just mining towns in inland mm-hmm. and then coastal towns. Yeah. Uh, and the coastal towns are sort of the big major cities. and But it's all very cut off from the rest of the country. I mean, even to yeah. get a lot of stuff out here, they used to have to ship it out or, or trucks would bring it all out or they'd fly everything out. And I remember in schools, um, you know, this is, of course, what, what I was taught in school over here is that mostly um, the British put a few um, coastal towns out here just to let the French know, no, no, we've got this. Mm-hmm. We're here. Mm-hmm. Don't don't even try. We've mm-hmm. got we've got two cities out there. So that's ours. <laughs> I mean, that's what I, 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 I kind of remember from school. Yeah. It was basically yeah. f- hands-off French people. This uh, is England. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's not, Fr- it's not French. Well, and just in case that they were thinking about coming down here and going, oh, uh, hello. Oui, oui. Oui, oui, oui. Lots of area. Bonjour. Les douches. Les douches. They're going to come down here and have a shower. Les douches. But, uh, which wouldn't happen, of course. No. Uh, anyway, I don't want to be anti-French. I love everyone. Uh, um, <laughs> they don't really smell. The, you know, the French are actually really clean. You know, the French are not anything that they are said to be, you know? Yeah. They're not rude. They're not um, uppity. They're not snobby. They're not um, sexy. They're not sexy? No. They're not stinky. No. Um, they're not all... You know, I spend a lot of time in France now, and they're not what anybody thinks they are. What What would you say they are? Um, they are thoughtful. They are poetic. They are really... Um, Great music, actually the best rock music in the world, which yeah. is a major stereotype that's gone against <laughs> France. And but they really have the best rock and roll. In who the have world. they had that rocked out before? Well, who who do you like right now? Serge Gainsbourg. Serge, yeah. From there, um, and uh, Jane Birkin, um, mm-hmm. and then you know by proxy that would be um, Jean du- Jacques Dutronc. Um, then it would be um, who's that? Jacques Dutronc. Jacques Dutronc. He was. Kind is that a real name? Yeah, that sounds like a great Jacques, Jacques Dutronc. Jacques Dutronc. He's um. He's like uh, uh, what he—he's kind of like their Buddy Holly, okay. Or he's like their Elvis. Actually, okay. that's a better thing. Okay. Elvis. Um, then there's uh, my favorite band, Phoenix, mm-hmm. from Paris, France. Right. Um, they are an emotional, really loving kind of people. They're, they're really heart first people. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a there's a kind of a emotion and heart running through everything that they do. So that stereotype that they are snobby or um, aloof. Yeah. It's actually not. Uh, it, it's 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 not the case. What about Johnny uh, uh, Johnny? Is it Holiday oh, or Johnny Holiday? Holiday. I don't I don't know his music, but I know. What is he, is he rock and roll? He's rock and roll. Yeah. He's kind of like um, maybe it sounds a little like Skiffle. Okay. I think you know that kind of old fashioned, maybe a little Buddy Holly esque, mm-hmm. um, that kind of fifties stuff. I think, um, but I don't know much about him. And how about um, your man, Plastic Plastic Bertrand? <laughs> plastic Bertrand. Pa- who's Plastic Bertrand? Uh, 
what is it? Sapin Pamwa. Oh, that yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. one. Is, that, is it Plastic Bertrand? I don't know, but I, I, I'm, I, I remember I like when that, that song. hit. I remember when that was, it was about 78, 79. Yeah, that's a good song. About 11 or 12 years old, and that was, that was massive. That's a really, really good yeah, song. Yeah, it's sort of a punk. Punky yeah, type sound. I think so. But maybe that was it. I don't think there was any more from them. No, there's not like that a I'm weird aware of. tradition I don't want to of like them. also like kind of just uh, just the music is just sort of insular, mm-hmm. you know. And then but the like chansons and like all that kind of stuff, all the different styles of music are very right. bluesy and rock and roll. But that that's never kind of looked at as part of rock and roll. Well, let me just say they they apparently didn't want that in Western Australia. They didn't. The want English it. didn't. The English. Well, this is when England was very colonial and they were trying to grab everything. Mm-hmm. And they said, "Well, we better take this deserty bit, so right. that the French don't, don't come down here and be actually nice and and well well groomed and, and showered and not snobby." <laughs> <laughs> but then I look out the window and it's not deserty at all. But I think we're we're by the coast, so it's nice. Right. And it is this where like that big rock is? No. Um, um, well, I have to say it has two names. I guess it's it's um, it's Ayers Rock, A Y R E S Rock, Ayers Rock, which is has always been known as. But I guess the um, Aboriginal name is Uluru. Uluru. Uluru, which is sort of more. It's in. Um, it's 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 more center. Mm, mm-hmm. That's more um, in the center. In um, in. In South Australia, is that where the outback I think it's is? A, now I'm going to get I'm probably going to get banged up for not knowing my own history. Oh, I mean I don't know. It's confusing. Yeah, but I should know it because I'm from here. But I know well, all the American history. Yeah, you know, you, I mean, you left at a time where you were like learning more American history, probably yeah. at that point. Yeah. You know, but then I mean, I have no idea. Like, so, okay, where's the fucking outback? Well, the outback is sort of not far. From, I mean, sort of in the regions of where we are because we're out. We're out all the way out here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're on we're on the coast. We're on the we're on the end of it all. But if you went a bit more east, you'd be outback. You'd be desert. It's mining towns, very small towns, and mm-hmm. a lot of. I know that they have the the transcontinental highway which goes across. And if you break down on that, there's a chance that you'll be there for a bit. Oh, really? Before anybody comes along, because nobody drives across. Not that much. Yeah. No, it's not as as popular. Is Mad Max here? Is that where that was? This is all Mad Max. This This is very Road Warrior. This is, we're almost beyond Thunderdome. It's kind of farther than the Thunderdome. Yeah. Like Tina Turner's out there. Yeah. (laughs) She doesn't need another hero. Wait, doesn't she? She she doesn't need need another hero. She doesn't need another hero. No. No, she doesn't. This is so Thunderdome. But this is that area. Like this, I mean, that's the kind of like, you know, there's a guy in like a mullet, like uh, with um, a lot of muscles and like a ripped shirt. Doing like saxophone solos and a rock, and everybody's fighting for gasoline. That's kind of, I mean, it's, it looks kind of like that, right? Like it's kind of, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the only cultural reference that I have for this part of the world because right. I've never been here. I don't, I don't know, you know, and I haven't even have a sense of, I haven't even left the building. No. Since we got here, as I've been so tired. Yeah. Well, we've had that. Well, we, we landed Melbourne. We're there for a week. Well, you went from Los Angeles to Vienna yeah. to Melbourne yeah. in the space of, what, four days? Yes. Yeah, four days. It was really So rough. that was a bit weird. And then we went from Melbourne to Brisbane for one day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not even a full day in mm-hmm. Brisbane. And then mm-hmm. we flew to Perth, Yeah, which seemed like the longest flight of any flight I've ever oh, done. It was so long. I don't know why it was so long. It just seemed like it was longer. Even though why. I've done longer flights 
it, it there was something about the eternity of that flight that um you know it makes you question whether this you died in your <laughs> you, you know afterlife yeah like yeah, you know? the, the, the long sort of purgatory ride sometimes to... i think yeah sometimes i think what if we, we actually crashed yeah and i still think we're in the air yeah and that, that's really what it is it's just you sitting there mm-hmm. in a seat next to some bloke some asleep. bloke yeah the, the guy next to me wasn't asleep. He didn't eat anything or drink anything the entire time or get up to use the bathroom. So I think he was some kind of a replicant. <laughs> I think he was some kind of, he was on his way to the Thunderdome to He didn't compete. get up once? No. Really? No. He didn't, um, he didn't, he didn't he take didn't anything. anything. He was just there. Didn't drink anything. Just some creature. Just alive. Wow. I think. Next to me. Was he, was he active? Was he, was he reading a book? Was he mm, listening to something? He was, was just he, sat there. I believe he was looking at something uh, on his uh, iPad, but I couldn't really tell what it was. Wow. And maybe it was a test pattern. <laughs> <laughs> but you know those people that, those weird people that you sometimes you sit next to on a flight and it's really long and they don't fucking do anything? Right. And you're like, I fuck. Anyway, I got up like 10 times and. Yeah, I'm, I'm all over the place. Yeah. I, I walked around, I, mm-hmm. you know, went and ate and came back and, yeah. you know, I had a headache and I fell asleep and I woke up. And I mean, I, you know. I, still, I fell asleep a bit and then woke up and there was still like seven more hours to go, yeah. it seemed like. It was so the bloke far. next to me had uh, a couple of wines, can of beer, mm-hmm. something else, something else, something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he slept a bit. Then he kept going up. <laughs> Getting up to go to the toilet, so at least I know I had a human Australian next yeah, to me. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I mean, I may have had, you know, a competitor in the Thunderdome <laughs> that was coming out, saving his energy. <laughs> yeah, right. He's got to save it all for when he gets here, because as soon yeah. as he gets out, the battle begins. The battle begins. Either that or he was some kind of a, um, a fungus. <laughs> <laughs> it just grew that he was just, out of, you know... Out of the chair, mm-hmm. it's just out a of the spore chair. that kind of like kept going. Mm-hmm. A breeze and maybe some spores, <laughs> and um, you know he just was there. I got on a flight. Uh, I don't know, maybe coming back from Seattle recently, and I got on, and there was a fingernail clipping in the chair. Oh my god! And I and I just you know because everybody's wants to get on, and I just stopped for a moment because there was <sighs> that moment where I thought oh, maybe I should just leave. Because uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't have anything to touch it to yeah, pick yeah, it up. I don't yeah. want to pick it up with my fingers. No, 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 no. God, who clips their nails on a flight? Who first of who clips their nails anywhere outside of their own bathroom? I don't know. Or backyard that's, or wherever it's, it's going to go. That's fucked up. Yeah, people. That's you fucked ever, up. People that do it in living rooms. You ever? You ever had? Well, you probably haven't had guests over, but oh, I, yeah, I used yeah. to. We'd have um, guests or whatever. You know, when I lived in San Francisco, and you'd hear that 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 yeah, click yeah. of the metal of of, and you'd think, who's doing that in the living room? That's some not where you do that. You some know, comic, some, some comic, comic just clipping the nails in the living room. Well, you know what I say. Think I, you know what I think. I see a little measure more of that because um, I am a guitarist, so I end up going to guitarist's house, and they uh-huh. have a nail clipper everywhere, and right, it's not inappropriate. Yeah. It's because you have to you for your fretting hand. Mm-hmm. You have to have those nails cut really short, or else yeah. it's, you know you just can't play. And so I actually thought about briefly when I was making my album that I was going to do a photo book. <laughs> 
of of nail clippings and nails of the famous guitarists. <laughs> that would be good. Just the hands, right? Yeah. Not even anything else. Just the hands, or just the fingers, or just the hangnails. Actually, just the clippings and just the nails and the um, the fingernail clippers. Because I kept wow. seeing them in places like you wouldn't expect them, like on top of the TV guide and or not TV guide, whatever. Not that's old. Like like on top of like a magazine, yeah, yeah. Or whatever, or just kind of on the coffee table. Yeah, because that's where they just did it. They yeah. did it right there. Mm. Anywhere that there's like a guitar or like anywhere that there's guitar preparation stuff or like, you know, you have a finger, fingernail clipper, like just in a lot of places, you just see them more if you play a guitar than you would in, say if you play another instrument. It's right next to a pick, mm-hmm. a pick, a fingernail clipping mm-hmm. and a, maybe a capo or a, capo a, or a, and a tuner or a, or a tuner. Yeah. yeah, a tuner or like, um, you know, like a little, little like battery powered amp. Oh, yeah. A little one of them, you know. Um, but the picks always coming in out of the pockets, <laughs> a pick, a fingernail clipper and a capo. And then usually, um, there's going to be fingernails around. Ugh. I wonder, well, I wonder who was on my flight then. Maybe Clapton was on there doing, Je- his, Jeff doing Beck. his nails. Jeff Beck. Jeff Beck. Mark Knopfler. <laughs> Cause they oh, have that love. Yeah. Have that. Enjoy that. <laughs> Left it there as a tip. They should. They should sign them. They should. They should sign them. Fingernail clipping. Because they just. They're going to be around. Yeah. You know. I mean. I. I. I had. I. Well. I was on a flight. Um. Coming from Qatar, with some sheiks, right? Bunch of sheiks, which. uh, uh, I always think is very surreal to see because we don't really see them very many times in America. I don't anyway. No, not really. But um, yeah, guys with like the white, all white and the head thing, like that, that hair, hair, it's not a hair thing. I don't know what it is, but it's got that like um, headband that holds on the uh, white thing on the head. And um, I know there's a name for, I don't know it, but I just always think of that Bob Dylan uh, TV special he did from 1976 mm -hmm. where he's wearing one of them. Oh, he is? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. That's great. I wonder what they're called. They're, they they have a, they have a name, but I could I, I don't know it. They're always a uh, they're always kind of really surreal to see. Yeah, you know, walking around. And um, so they were a bunch all in my kind of flight, a whole bunch of sheiks, and um, so it was very rock the Casbah. They were it was really yeah it was really rock the Casbah. Was there an armadillo running about? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, but in my in my first class seat on Air Qatar, um, Qatar Airways, which is the most beautiful air, airline I've ever seen. Um, there was a, a bloodied, used floss pick. Not one of my own. Not oh my, my own God, because I carry them. Worse than, that's worse than the, uh, than the fingernail clipping. Yeah. In my seat. Oh. And I kicked it out of my seat. Oh. And I thought I should take a picture of this because I thought you would like that. Yes. And I thought that people would like that. But Absolutely. I, I couldn't even bring myself to photograph it. There's not enough it. time to just sort of get it. No. That's why you know that you could never be a wartime no. photojournalist. Because <laughs> it'd be like, um, I just, I don't have time to, oh shit, it's disgusting. I was so disgusted by it too. I couldn't, I would be a bad wartime <laughs> correspondent. Because it was a bloodied oh. floss pick. They must, they must have had to really get in there to get yeah. some kind of, something. what was lodged in there? I don't know. Some weird eyeball, remnant of an eyeball, maybe, an optic nerve. Maybe. Some weird, Shit that they ate. Some kind of sinewy thing, but I was Ugh. really, it, it was the blood on it. And I, I like to think that I'm not really that, that um, you know, queasy of a person or that I can handle things. I can't handle even a little bit of blood on a well, floss pick. Well, not somebody else's <laughs> blood on a floss pick on your seat. That's just, oh, that's dis- I'm disgusted. I kicked it out. <laughs> and then it was just on the floor and I kept, I looked at it for about six hours. Well, people were people. <laughs> when people look at you, you're like, what's that girl doing? Maybe. Kicking out of her seat. Because I kicked my seat. 
My did, fancy, did the sheiks fancy come seat. over to see what was happening? No, um, they were they were all kind of they had their wives or, or you know I I don't know they they, they have I, somebody that can pick up that floss. They had somebody and, to pick it up for them. It. Maybe it was some other um un you know uh, Sharia woman. Yes, like Sharia. Which I was like you know one of those modern women with it not not married to a sheik mm. and sitting right. in their in their world. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it was like their their kind of way to you know welcome me. <laughs> 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 I just love the name of it, Air, Air Guitar. Yeah, or Qatar it sounds, it it sounds like, like Air Guitar. Air Guitar, Air Guitar, Air Guitar. It is the finest airline I have ever been on in my yeah. life. Other than the floss pick. Other than the floss pick. C- c- full of blood. Without that, if you just took that away, I mean, it would have been the most beautiful, uh, the best food, um, really? the most beautiful, um, I mean, even the... Uh, even the flight attendants' outfits were just extraordinary. Really? You know, and they changed somewhere in the middle of the flight to another outfit. And, you know, the colors and the, the languages they spoke, which, you know, they, they spoke quite a, a number of languages, you know, not just, um, you know, Arabic, not just English, not just French, not just German, but, you know, they, they, were, they were talking all kinds of shit. Really? All, to all kinds of people. How many announcements did they have? Did they have announcements in every language? They made announcements in Arabic and they made them in German. Because um, we were coming out of uh, Vienna, and then we were going to uh, Qatar, so they made them in um, yeah in Arabic and in German, and and then um, they would come back to each seat and make personal announcements in oh, the wow. language of your um your uh, where you were from. So I saw a lot of different pe- different languages being spoken. What they ask you when they got back there? Um, they did uh, they have to figure out where she from? Yeah, but they immediately saw it was in, you know in English, so they spoke to me in English, and they they never they didn't even fuck with it. They just spoke to me in English. <laughs> but I knew that they could speak um, Korean and I knew that there was Japanese spoken and that you wow. know, there was like all these different languages. I mean, and they were just really, I mean, they were, it, it was really beautiful the way that they, um, the, the, and the, the food was like, they were like, you know, you could have a choice of all the different entrees. It wasn't just like you had to pick one. And right. then they also put onto the end, you can have as much as you want. And, um, and every time that they would come around to serve, they would reiterate, in a different language of whatever. I knew that they were saying it. You can have as much. Now, don't forget. You can have as much as you want. Keep in mind. This never, is all here for you. Yeah. Never forget. Oh, wow. Um, How much did you eat? Not very much because I wasn't hungry because I, I was disgusted by that bloodied floss pick. <laughs> Do you think that's why they were flossing? Because they ate so much on the plane. Maybe they were, they were fl- eating, eating so much and that they had to eat, de- eat packed so much into their gums and teeth mm. that they had to get it out. Yeah. But but, uh, but but they just they just left it there on the seat. Yeah yeah. Uh, but it was. I would I would pop gross. to the I would pop to the bathroom though to do that. Well, you know, I mean, maybe um, I don't know. Maybe it had fallen out of somebody's bag. I I keep floss picks in my bag for that purpose. But not not used ones. You well, would you would I go dispose of it or maybe no, not. I, I'm not going to say that. It, I I I, I <laughs> maybe have, it was I have yours. some used one, but it's mine. You know, I have some <laughs> used ones. Look, I have some flo- <laughs> like toothpicks that are in my car. And in my purse that have been there for a long time. And I like them because they were pointy. And I keep them in my bag because I need that assurance that they're going to be there. But the used ones? Used ones. Yeah, used ones. Are they reusable? I think they are. There's no blood on it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, I if you had one that was good and blooded up, you would, uh, yeah, you would still hang on to it? Or would you? I don't know if I've ever bloodied one. I can't say that I've bloodied one. Right. But I, I there's also. Some, there's, some, um, there's some issues going on with whoever was on that seat. Yeah. I mean, I think I've never bloodied one. So that's the, that was, was disturbed to me. Like, why do you have bloody gums? 
why why do you have bloody gems and you're on the most expensive airlines yeah in the world you know the seat is like really expensive well apparently they they sit down in those kind of reclining bed chairs more than they do dentist chairs (laughs) (laughs) it's a sad statement on that person's uh, life yeah but that, that you know that that was my whole trip here um I, you know, what was really nice was uh, the um, Air Qatar in Doha, their lounge was really, really nice. And um, it, it, I went and I, I, I took a really gnarly jet lag shit in the um, toilet. And then I came out and the attendant spent like the next, she ran inside of the toilet <laughs> and she spent like 10 minutes like trying to wash my shit off the side of, you know, when it just, you know, these like European or like, you know, when you go to the Middle East or whatever, they have the toilets that are just different. So it just kind of like, there's not a lot of water inside. So if you have ten, a tendency to have sticky shit, <laughs> it will go all over the inside of the bowl and it's just awful. But you know, that's just... But it dried that quickly? It wasn't that it was... I don't know if it was dry. It was just that it was there just... There was just, uh, just so little water in these mm-hmm. toilets themselves. Yeah. That it takes... Uh, and then but I was she so, knew, like, I better go in there and attend well, to this I right guess now, she, or, she, or did somebody tell them? Or? No, no, I came out, and she, I had spent a lot of time in the bathroom, and then I, I came out, and she just ran in. They know. Yeah, they just they can hear it. They can hear it, or something. But she went in there, and she was, like, going to hose that thing down. She was going to clean it out, you know, and it was really, <laughs> I felt really bad about it. But I didn't know what to do. Well, there's not much you can, you can't go like, well, I'll come give you a hand. Yeah, well, I, I wanted Hang to Hang on, I'll take care of that. That's, 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 that's all me. It was on me, you know, it was all me. But I, I was also very jet-lagged and tired, so I didn't really know exactly um, how to approach it. So, Well, this might go with it and um, with the whole theme of what we're on to right now, but in Melbourne, you sort of ran out of... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I ran out, ran of, out some, of menstrual some, protection. Some, some necessary well, things. Well, I just didn't have it when I was coming here because I thought... I don't know. I have an app on my phone that tells me when I'm going to have my period, and it's really pretty accurate. But for some reason, it was all off because time I've been zones, traveling. Time yeah. zones. Da- it's on the wrong dateline. So yeah. it was a day or two off, right? So I was in- unprepared. <laughs> and also, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just you know, I'm going to not need this right now. So what I did is I used a sock because Selene Luna had advised me to use a sock. But she used a sock for her period and that she didn't need to go get pads or whatever so i thought all i'm gonna do is use a sock and then so i used a sock but it was really bulky in my pants because i wear my pants fairly tightly and so i was like and you have big socks yeah and they were really like big athletic socks and they were really big in the pants and i kept thinking (laughs) oh somebody's gonna see him so i kept asking you guys all the people that i was with if they could see him and they're like well yeah if you point it out (laughs) that's the thing you're trying to be discreet but you're also going can you (laughs) you're actually drawing the attention to it yeah asking if people can see it and asking and, and telling people what I did. So that's not being discreet. <laughs> but then, you know, like... Um, uh, there were a few people not prepared for the, for the speech, for what you were going to tell them. Well, I guess they don't really do that. I don't think people do that. Or they, maybe I, they just... I think it's just you and Selene. <laughs> I, when you say people don't usually do that, they, I think people, the only people that actually usually do that, and you don't even usually do it, would be you and Selene. Yeah. But I just kind of thought, like, I don't know what I was, I was, I was trying to just be, um, I don't know, I was trying to be cool with it, you know, and just. <laughs> well, you were way jet lagged, so you probably weren't even thinking like, oh, I could go on a, on a search around Melbourne, go, go downtown yeah. Melbourne, see what we got, see yeah. what's around. And I didn't know what I wanted pharmacy. to get. Yeah, I didn't want to go to the pharmacy. I didn't want to go buy anything. And 
The last time I bought menstrual pads in England, they were so large and hard. It was like putting a brick in there. Like it was like a chimney sweep. <laughs> like it was like I was in stomp. It was like really brick. Like It, it was, was really, very Mary Poppins. It, it was, was very Dick Van Dyke. In Mary Poppins. It was so big and a brick. Chimney sweep. It was really chimney sweep. And I was like, this is not, I don't know what, I didn't it like it. Chim, chim churi. Yeah. Chim chim churi. It was too big. So I thought I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fuck with it. I'm just but gonna bigger use than a sock. sock. It was bigger than a sock. Yeah, and it was hard and abrasive. I just got the wrong kind. <laughs> who I wonder who is that the right kind? For? I don't know. Who is that person? Like no, that that's for us, love. Maybe it's for people, um, you know, who are used to that kind of thing. But I'm just not. I don't know how the Commonwealth <laughs> countries deal with their blood. <laughs> how they what deal with deal with their bloodletting or whatever. Blood. Deal with their menstrual blood. I, I deal with it with, you know, using a sock. Yeah. And then our tour manager, Dave, was quite upset about it. And then, um, but we went to a, a Australian Rules football game and they had socks on sale. And I thought, I'm going to buy one of the opposing team. Right. And use one of those I socks. use one of those <laughs> And I think he, he liked that. <laughs> I think he liked that. I think this is, um, I, I know it's not where the phrase came from, but it can be applied here is uh, that, that the phrase of put a sock in it. Yeah, that's what I was Put doing. Put a sock in it. I, that's what I was doing. I was putting a sock in it. Uh, and and is Selene, did somebody hand this knowledge down to her or did she just come up with her on, on her well, own? She had said that she um, um, had had the same thing happen where she didn't expect it and it happened. Then she used a sock and then it worked out so well right. that she decided to keep it and she started to just use socks. All the time? All the time. But aren't socks more expensive? I think, no, she washes it because she has a washing machine. So she just washes it. Okay, that's yeah. Is that's that gross? Bit, I don't know if it's gross, but I mean, is it just um, yeah? I don't know. It just seems a bit sort of uh, yeah. I don't know what to say. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know, what, know what it is. I, I don't know, know what it is. I didn't but know it was reusable. It is. Well, I mean, I have um, like I I um, I did I did eventually get some menstrual pads, and then I felt yes. so privileged when I was using them. Like I was bleeding onto a pad, like a white cotton pad and I I feel like I was I was a white lady I'd be bleeding on a pad like I was a white lady like I felt like a rich white lady like I was Sybil Shepherd. I'm like a rich white lady like I felt so I don't know like I felt really like like this is colonialism yeah 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 this is what luxury feels like this is what luxury feels like but I mean it's like one of those things where you 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 kind of like I, I just didn't have an, uh, any options and um, the sock turned out well for me Mm-hmm. So, but I, I've never been very good at dealing with my own um, body issues. I'll always, there's always some kind of a problem somewhere, right? You know, always some kind of a, a issue. Um, so that was this trip. That was the major issue. Yeah, that was the biggest, mm-hmm. the biggest problem. Yeah, because if I have a period, everybody feels it. That's yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a corporation. I make sure there's a real trickle down to everybody. Everybody has an impact on I'm trying, everybody. I'm trying to think if 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 our um our dealing with your sock uh, business was worse than whoever had to deal with your your um low water toilet in yeah the in, shit in, in Doha yeah probably the same probably the same but she dealt same. with it right away she dealt with it right away you know I mean she just saw me coming out of the toilet she She's just used knew to it. she just knows she could tell the way that way I was walking that I had made a. <laughs> A deposit and offshore, <laughs> like whatever. Um, I did some whatever. I don't know what it was that I had. It, you know. You had a. You had more of a a, 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 a sprightly step because you were free <laughs> of a lot mm-hmm. of what was holding you down. Mm-hmm. That I had just invested from you know, from in, uh, yeah. from Vienna. Di- yeah, divested. 
<laughs> something. And so it was very, I mean, it was, it was, gro- I was gross and I, I know that I was gross. So it, that was really weird, but it was a nice place Yeah, to spend a layover and right. then come here and then come here and then be, never sleep for like a week and a half. You dealt with this jet lag very well. I think I handled it okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, I got in, I slept, actually slept a bit on the plane from Los Angeles to Melbourne, which is weird because I, I never can sleep on a plane. It's very tough, but there was nobody in the middle seat. Oh, that's good. So it, it makes it a bit easy. When you got three in, it's re- very tough. Yeah. Um, but I actually slept and got in and kind of had a bit of a nap in the afternoon. But I was out and about and, and, and saw a bit in the day. And then we, you know, we, we went to the first show and then I slept then. But I think I adjusted. But by the weekend, I felt very tired because yeah. we, we were nonstop the first few days. Yeah, we were nonstop. I mean, we were going and, you know, we recorded a lot of interviews with a lot of great we people. A, we had so much great fun just talking and, and encountering all these great comics, some of them you knew, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just basically grabbing people on the streets, going, yeah. hey, hey, come talk to us on the podcast. Real yeah. Quick. So we got a couple of really great ones on, on, on the go, which was really wonderful. Which is really fun. And, um, you know, we got to have great talks with um, Paul Foote and, and Tom Allen and, and um, you know, Paul Bervenza and um, Hannah Gadsby and mm-hmm. Sam Simmons. And um, we got to do, uh, do some set listing with uh, myself and, and um, Will Anderson. And, uh, yeah. you know, we had great, great chat with um, Jack D. Yeah, I mean, just to think about all the great people that we talked to. Who else did we talk to? We talked to um, uh, David Scullion. Oh, Dave Scullion on the street. Yes, <laughs> great. Uh, a guy who lives in in uh, Queensland, who's an Irish guy. Yeah, who was uh, who was flyering for his show. Yes, uh, on the streets because that's the thing. It's just jump out there and you know you got to get people to come to your show. So right, hand out flyers. It's it's hard graft. It's hard, and and you know, so we we got to ch- sort of talk to big stars and kind of up and comers, and um, you know, just a lot of different folks that we really love, and and um, so it was really exciting. Um, and now we're we have another show tonight. We have a show tonight in Perth. Uh, tomorrow we're gonna go um, talk to Tegan and Sarah. Um, and Friday we have a, our, our our last night in um, Sydney, and then also uh, a wonderful evening out with um, Bob Down. Who yeah. is a legendary, uh, legendary Australian performer? Great guy. So you know, we we've had a, an amazing time in this country. It seems like we've been here a long time now. Yes, it has. It seems like we've been here like for a month or something. Like everybody yeah. was in Melbourne doing the festival for a month, and we were there for a week. But with all the everything, it, it, it does feel like we've been away for a month, and yeah. we're we're in the furthest away. We've been for a long time. Well, definitely the show has ever been anyway. Yeah, this is the far, I mean, this is the farthest, I mean, Perth. It's like, what? Yeah, who does that? Who does Perth? What? I mean, this is just far. I mean, this is far. Like, I mean, it's like if you keep going, I guess that way is South Africa, right? Yeah, if we keep going to South, we'll go to South Africa. Yeah. It's like if you keep, just keep going. Yeah, it would be. I mean, it's like we're, uh, and then we missed all the crazy stuff happening in America. Yeah, we missed it all. We missed it all. And we'll go back to a uh, relatively peaceful, quiet, maybe. maybe. Maybe, yeah. I hope. I don't know. We'll see what goes on. Yeah, and then today we have an exciting day. Today we're going to go to the Koala Preserve. That's going to be great. In a few minutes. But, um, you know, we are, we're everywhere. And if you want to listen to us, you can, you know, you can listen. We're just amazing because we're all over the world. And, you know, but we also have people. And in many languages. In many languages, just like the Air Qatar s- stewardesses. <laughs> uh, I mean, Air, I mean, Air Qatar uh D- dental technicians and <laughs> <laughs> and air hostesses they they really do it all 
and some of them even do some uh, plumbing. <laughs> a bit of a bit of something, but they are they're really special. Um, but you can listen to us on SoundCloud.com. You can um, listen to us on iTunes. You can, you can, you can scri- subscribe on iTunes. You can also subscribe on SoundCloud.com as well. Um, you can listen to our back episodes. You can also tweet us. You can tweet me at Margaret Cho. Where can they tweet you? At Jimmy Shelter. Where can they tweet the show itself? At Monsters of Talk. And, you know, we're going to get, like, guests that our listeners on. Yes. We have, some, we have a guest list of, like, sort of, we have a show, like, kind of a show, like wish list of guests that we're wanting people to have. We, we also want to have guests on too. So we're, we're going to coordinate that soon. But, um, you know, please keep listening. Um, thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you next time.